Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, filling in for D.C. Lundberg, John Miller. Thank you, Joey Martin, for introducing today's show. I am Locked On Mariners contributor John Miller, filling in for D.C. He's fallen a little bit under the weather. Over the weekend, he was at the Thumb Wrestling Tournament in Stamford, Connecticut, and he is recovering from a hangnail as we speak. At Locked On Mariners, we are still part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or any podcasting app that you care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners or any Tloppin' program. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow me on Twitter at SeattlePilot69 if you care to follow our humble host, DC, who is recovering... You can find him on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. As a special guest today, we have Locked On Anaheim Ducks host and Locked On Mariners contributor Jason J.D. Hernandez will join us in the second half of the show. And he has something exciting to share with us that happened down in his neck of the woods. Before we talk about today's doubleheader, we do have to make mention that Tim Lopes was called up as an extra player from the alternate training site because J.P. Crawford is still out on the bereavement list. The Mariners kicked off today's doubleheader, as you might expect. Marco Gonzalez didn't do too horrible. He's our new ace. And as an ace, Gonzalez is not doing too bad. He's 5-2 and two on the season going into this game. He went six innings and didn't really get hit until the fourth, where he gave up four of the five runs. His line, he gave up six hits, five runs. He struck out seven in six of the seven innings. Gonzalez is doing pretty well. And through four, the Mariners were down five to nothing. This was looking like it was going to be what you'd expect with Oakland, who is killing it this year, and the Mariners, who are uh, kind of surprising people, being a little streaky, and they haven't been this streaky since the beginning of last season. This is the closest they've been to 500 since the beginning of this season. Bottom of the fourth inning, Mariners down 5 to nothing. Luis Torrens comes up, and it's a line shot to right field over the fence. That was his first major league home run. I do hope they managed to get the ball away from a fan and give that to him. That is something to celebrate. The Mariners continued on this. In the bottom of the fifth, they scored three more runs. Jose Marmalejos had his sixth home run. He's been on a little bit of a hot streak. Then Kyle Lewis hit his 10th home run. This drove in Tim Lopes and brought the score to 5-4 to four, Oakland. Then in the bottom of the sixth, the Mariners put the nail in the coffin. Tim Lopes doubled fly ball to center field. Philip Irvin scored. And then Kyle Lewis walked with the bases loaded, walked in the winning run. So the first game of the doubleheader goes to Seattle, 6-5. to five. During the later innings of the game, my Twitter feed was blowing up with talk that Kyle Lewis could or should be this year's Rookie of the Year. Game two of our doubleheader, the Mariners were looking pretty much like they did last year. They just did not have it. Got all of two hits. Oakland scored nine. I'm not going to going to go into much more detail than that. It's just, it was not pretty, guys. 
the two hits for the Mariners, this year's potential rookie of the year, and he's got my vote. Kyle Lewis got one of them. He also got a walk. And then the guy that DC's been calling Sunshine Superman, Donovan Walton, got the other hit. We do, I do need to remind you, yes, the game was bad. It could have been a lot worse if not for that great catch that Kyle Lewis made in the first inning. And remember, gang, Jason Hernandez will be with us in the second half. He'll be talk about his weekend spent near Dodger Stadium. Mariners trivia question. We are recording this on September 14th. This is the 30th anniversary of when King Griffey Sr. and Jr. hit back-to-back home runs in Anaheim Stadium against the Angels. Who was the Angels pitcher who gave up the home runs? Answer following this from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on, all caps. In their How Did You Hear About Us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now, the answer to the Mariners trivia question. We are recording this on the 30th anniversary that Ken Griffey Sr. and Jr. hit back to back home runs, September 14, 1990. The pitcher who gave up both home runs was Kirk McCaskill. If you have a question you'd like DC to read on the air about baseball, about pancakes, about how the thumb wrestling tournament go- went and how to be a champ, send it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com and DC will consider using it. He'll use it if it's appropriate for the Friday mailbag se- segment. Maybe we'll even hear from our friend John in Fife. Your question or comment doesn't need to be baseball related. Just please make sure it's appropriate. This is a family show. More Locked On Mariners in a bit. Welcome back to Locked On Mariners and your guest host, John Miller. Now joining me on the second half of Locked On Mariners is the host of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, Jason G.D. J.D. Hernandez. How are you, Jason? Dennis Gurionov sent the stars to the Stanley Cup final. And speaking of the Anaheim Ducks, former Duck Corey Perry is in the Cup final. Nine months after everybody made fun of him. Everybody was making fun of him, inserting their own little music because he had the walk of shame in the Winter Classic. But anyway, yeah, um, how's everyone doing tonight? It's pretty good over here in sunny and smoky SoCal where there's a lot of fun baseball going on. There is a lot of fun baseball going on. Would you like to tell us what you did this weekend? (laughs) Well, I guess we're going to go right into it. So on Sunday, well, actually during the weekend, 
I decided that I was going to be like the rest of Major League Baseball, not in Houston, and cheer against the Houston Asterisks. I'm sorry, the Houston um, Astros. Emphasis on the first syllable. But anyway, uh, the Houston Asterisks were coming into Dodger Stadium for the first time since the 2017 World Series where they cheated the Dodgers out of a World Series. I'm choosing my words exactly how I want to. I don't care what other a certain other host thinks of that, but it, so what? So what? I'm, I'm speaking for the rest of the SoCal fans, and I speak for all the Dodger fans out there when I say, yeah, good, good job blowing that Saturday game, but kudos to the Dodger fans, including myself, for banging on the trash cans, yelling at the Astros, cheaters, whatnot. So that was Saturday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So I could not do the whole morning thing because I had to work some hockey scrimmages in the morning. Okay, fun. Whatever. So I actually went to the game itself. And by that, I mean I hiked up Elysian Fields, went up to the, um, the hills, overlooking Dodger Stadium. And lo and behold, you can actually see the stadium and kind of look inside the stadium from there. Now, John, I know what you're thinking. Uh, can you actually see what's going on? The answer is, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see what's going on. I mean, you could kind of see parts of the infield. But yeah, so I did get to see some Dodger action at a cost of nothing except for some gas. That's about it. That's a pretty good price. I'll say. Uh, so I decided to bring my megaphone to this game and I had my megaphone on full blast for a couple of parts of the game and decided, yeah, I'm going to let the Astros really have it. So I started, you know, having some chance, you know, calling them cheaters and whatnot because, well, obvious reasons. Uh, saying stuff like, you know, nice swing. Beep. You, you get where I'm going with this, right, John? I get it. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't just me trolling the Astros. Uh, our wonderful organist for the Doyers, Dieter Rule, he had some fantastic song choices for the Houston Astros, including, and he played this more than once, he played The Sign by Ace of Bass, and he played the chorus part where it goes, I saw the sign, that part of it. <laughs> That's as much oh, I as I can it. sing without getting copyrighted. So there you go. Uh, he also sung <laughs> Metal Health, Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot, <laughs> uh, Bad Guy by Billy Eilish, Video Killed the Radio Star. He played this both nights by the Buggles, <laughs> Bang on the Drum by Todd Rundgren. But my favorite, because I'm a big Nickelodeon person, he played Banging on a Trash Can from Doug. Oh, if you guys, wow. if you guys remember banging on a trash can, that song, and you know singing under the streetlight and all that stuff, yeah, that's from the '90s Snick Tune. Doug, obviously a great Nick Tune, almost as great as Ren and Stimpy, but that's neither here nor there. But it wasn't just Dieter Rohl. DJ Severe, what up? He had some great song choices as well, including "Crimea River" by Justin Timberlake, "Bang Bang" by Jesse J. Bow Down by West Side Connection, Creep by TLC, so I was going 90s there, and again, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. <laughs> so the trolling game was a perfect 10 from both Dieter Rule and DJ Severe, 
And I'm glad I got to partake in that from about 750 feet away from the hills overlooking Chavez Ravine. But there you go. So that's what I did this weekend. And yeah, I may have gone a little bit viral because of that. You know, I got the shout out from um, Todd Neverett, the Dodgers radio guy. He gave us a nice shout out from the hills. And also, um, I think I went a little bit viral because I found out later on that I was on ESPN. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So during the top of the fifth inning, uh, they had a I guess they heard me with my megaphone. So you could see my megaphone off uh, just below my shoulder there. That white thing in the picture, that's my megaphone. So I was with that. And once I realized, like I was looking at my phone and someone said, look up. Like, okay, so I looked up and I put two and two together. Oh, crap, we're on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Right when I looked up was when I got the screenshot. And that was from last night's Dodgers versus Astros game. And me with a few of the fans. There was pods of fans all scattered throughout those hills. So there was me and three others right there. There was a pod of five fans about 20 feet away. Another pod of about three to four fans, another 15 feet away. So there were fans all scattered along that hill, ready to boo the ever-loving crap out of the Houston Astros. It was a blast. That was super fun. And that's one way to watch a Dodger game while while social distancing, is to watch it from hundreds of feet away. But it was fun. Well well played all the way around. Way (laughs) to troll the, the asterisks. Well, I mean, you you know how much the rest of Major League Baseball hates the Astros. I mean, you know this, right? Right, John? Very well, yes. So going back to uh, the song choices, Dieter and DJ Severe, they would do that frequently during the Astros at-bats. And certain songs he only played when members of the 2017 Astros would come to bat. Now, I didn't have a trash can with me, but I did bang on the bench right there. And when a couple certain players were up, I said, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so I, I had to let him have it. I mean, it I'm serves just, him right. I'm just one fan out of many, many fans of Major League Baseball that wants to just let the Astros have it. So that's for all you fans out there. There you go. I did it for you guys. And for those of us who could not have been there, we thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome for that. Jason, would you do us the honor of telling us about the Joe Kelly mural? (laughs) The Joe Kelly mural on 99 Floyd's Barbershop in Silver Lake off of Sunset Boulevard, so you know exactly where it's at, has become a bit of a tourist attraction. In fact, it was way too crowded for me to wait in that long line, so I decided to go to the game instead of waiting in that long line. But it's a picture, it's a mural that someone painted of Joe Kelly pouting his lip out at the Astros, no less. So that's just him with the pouty lip going, hmm, yeah, just like that. So look up Joe Kelly mural on Twitter and you will absolutely find it. And the plan for me is later this week to head out to, to Chavez Ravine again and get a picture with the mural because it looks glorious in person. And I will certainly do that. Maybe I'll take two pictures, one with a Dodger jersey and one with a Kobe Bryant jersey. The reason for that is because Joe Kelly visited the mural himself. There's a picture of Joe Kelly wearing a Kobe jersey in front of his own mural. It is art. It is wonderful. Dodger fans, Angel fans, Mariners fans, 
fans of baseball, except for the Astros, should definitely check out the mural. And once again, it's at it's right behind Floyd's Barbershop on Sunset and Silver Lake. I just pulled up the picture. It is beautiful. Joe Kelly there in the Kobe Bryant jersey. I love it. Yes, it's it's awesome. But man, the lines are long to get a picture with that. You'd have better luck getting a picture of the Vegas sign. Well, even that. Well, no, the Joe Kelly mural is better than the Vegas sign. Oh, Let's definitely. It. It's a moment in baseball history. What can I say? Jason, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. Where can the folks out in the world find you? On a hill overlooking Chavez Ravine <laughs> in real life. No, um, on Twitter, they can find me at StimpyJD because Ren and Stimpy is a somewhat superior Nicktoon over Doug. But that's just my personal opinion. So I have like, to agree. Um, you can find the show that I host. It's called Locked on Ducks or Locked on Anaheim Ducks. It's like the Ducks, but hockey and from Anaheim, not the Oregon Ducks. Yeah, you can find that show at LO underscore Ducks. And last week was a bit wacky because I talked about music. I talked about musical theater. I talked about my favorite and least favorite travels in hockey and even brought up the Cow Palace. Are you aware of the Cow Palace, sir? I have heard of the Cow Palace. Okay, you've at least heard of it. So, you know, it's a super old arena. Yeah, we went off on a whole tangent. Myself and Sarah Avampato went off on a supreme tangent about the Cow Palace on last Wednesday's show. And I'm about to record a show tonight for Tuesday because the Dallas Stars are in the Stanley Cup final. Two former Ducks have a chance to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. Perry's possible second and Andrew Cogliano's possible first. So, yeah, I guess that could be something for Ducks fans to cheer about. Yeah. And you know what? I might talk some baseball on my podcast because, well, why the hell not? I mean, come on. I just went semi-viral this morning. Thank you, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, any podcasting app that you care to use. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me on Twitter at SeattlePilot69. And you can follow our humble host on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. DC will be back after he recovers from his thumb wrestling injury. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 